Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, brought to you by the Small Business Community Network in association with Northern River Financial. We're proudly supported by TELUS. The future is friendly. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org. It's Linda Ockwell Jenner here, co founder of the Small Business Community Network, with another SBCN Small Biz podcast. In today's episode, I'd like to share a conversation we recorded for our Small Biz Perspectives video series. Hi, Steve. How are you on this evening? I'm doing really well, thank you. The weather's changed, and um, I think we're expecting some bad weather now. It's into um, maybe the first week of March, so I'm not looking forward to it. How about you? They call it the Ags of March. You don't know what to expect today. I mean, for us, it's the end of our fee season, so it's been a busy day. Um, and I'm hoping the weather's fine because I got a really early morning with Habitat uh, Waterloo tomorrow morning. So I'm really hoping the weather isn't too bad. But hey, fun. we got to keep busy. We're Canadians. We're not like those Brits in, over the pond who can't cope with the snow. I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, that's not a lot of snow, but it's completely different there, right? I mean, it's not what they're normally getting. So yeah, it's well, really created a change in life there. They can keep it. So you know what, Steve? Um, you and I have been chatting a lot lately about uh, something I, I like to call, I don't know what anybody else does, multi-generational networking. And basically for people, you know, watching us, it's in my mind where all ages um, network together and benefit from that in a big way. And as you know, Steve, I've been attending so many events the past couple of months, been, you know, playing catch in my local area. And in particular, I really, really, really get annoyed when I see events that say, you have to be a certain age because you could call it discrimination, but I'm thinking about it more along the lines. It's very narrow-minded and people are not understanding the real concept of networking, are they? Well, I think the problem is they're, they're focusing their networking, they're focusing their market to a very specific age group. And I think you can't avoid yourselves from other people in businesses comparably or that you network with that aren't your age and not necessarily in your demographics. So I, I'm not a big fan of it. I think it should all be open and everybody can learn from everybody. And, and you know what? There's older people who can share a lot of good, valuable tips with younger people. But if they focus the people coming in, it really limits that. It, it does. And I think you said something really sensible there. We can all learn from each other. And I know for a fact that you and I, as mentors to, to many people, even students, high school students and college students, we can learn a lot from, you know, those demographics too. And I, I will never say that anybody's too young. I will never say that anybody's too old because I'm consistently learning. So in particular, I, and I'm not sure about you, whether you've been attending a lot of local networking events. I know you're out of town a lot. But um, I think sometimes, especially when the networking organisation has a, a name, that denotes a certain age. It could be, I don't know, baby boomers or, you know, something, or Gen X. It could be something like that. But as you say, they're limiting themselves, aren't they, to they could be meeting mentors of all ages, sponsors of all ages, you know, people who can help them. So what is the benefit, do you think? There's got to be some benefits to just maybe networking with the same demographic. What would those benefits be, do you think? I, I think they pretend that they understand each other 
Um, but I think, you know, you, you take whatever that label is for whatever that generation is. Um, there's perception that everybody in that age demographic are, are the same, are going to think the same, they're going to act the same. But you know, and I know, and talking to a lot of small business owners, that's not the case. There's, there's not an expectation to, you know, try and sell to a group of people thinking they're all the same because they're not going to be. And I think you're, you're closing your, you're sort of really tunnel vision when you're, you're not really opening your eyes to say, well, there's a lot of things from working with other age groups that we can get. And I think that the bigger thing is, particularly if you're talking about a younger generation, the, the people who have been in business a long time who are older have been there. They were there at one yeah. point, yeah. right? So to think that they can't contribute or there's not value in having them in a networking group, I think it's a little misguided. It is. Um, well, my daughter, my youngest, um, I've got four children, Melissa's my youngest, she's a, a millennial, and she really dislikes being called a millennial, and they do have a bad rap, and I don't, I know, you know, it says that they're lazy and they don't like to communicate, so I think that's very, very poor to give them a bad rap, because some older generation people have a bad rap, you know, they, they don't like to work harder, they don't like to communicate, but Melissa in particular doesn't like being put in this box and being called, you know, a millennial. And to be honest, she's nothing like other people her age, but she gets on with all ages. So what I'd like to do is say to the people who put themselves in a box at any age at all, it's a really silly idea when in business because you are shutting out, you know, many of those opportunities. And, um, well, I guess last night I attended an event in Mississauga and it did sell on the website, you had to be under 40, um, but mm. when we got there, there was a close to 200 people, and it was all ages, and it was absolutely magical, Steve. Everybody was talking to each other, everybody was mixing with each other. So whether the website should be changed or whether people should just ignore what the website says, that's a bit of a dilemma, though, isn't it? How can you know what to do if a website says a certain age? I think you're losing people. I think, you know, if you take the term millennial, I mean, if that's what and how something is, is put forward, well, you're going to get some people who just won't go to an event because they don't think they should be going, and I think they're losing out. Then you got another group of people who just don't pay attention, and it's a networking event, so they go to a networking <laughs> event, and they think, it doesn't matter where you go, right? It's like going out to dinner. I mean, you can see people wearing T-shirts and shorts, or you can see people wearing suits. I mean, it really is not that way anymore, where there's one formal way of doing something or one group coming together. Everybody... They come to where they feel comfortable, as they feel comfortable. So, I don't. As much as you market yourself that way, I think the limitation there is you're restricting the number of people who might come out, and I think people lose value in that. Yeah, I I actually did attend um, a, a local network event, and I did say to a person there, well, you know, should I be here? Am I too old? That kind of thing. And I was joking; it was a you know a joke. But I was actually quoted. I heard the, the same thing I said to this person. It was quoted on that on the. Um, I guess in a media space, uh, but I was I was misquoted, and that's nothing I don't like. I don't like being misquoted. Um, I think most people can tell when you're joking, and um, I guess I was just trying to open the conversation to this multi generational network and then say, you know, it does work for many reasons. You know what I find out as well, Steve? Um, multi generational network. And if we are going to put a cap on the age. It is, in a way, discrimination, isn't it, if you think about it logically? We are discriminating. Well, it's, 
Exactly. I think you brought up two points there. One, and we won't get into it, but political correctness. In other words, you say something, you think it's received a certain way, and some people go out of their way to find a way to misinterpret it, or they're offended by something very simple, right? Yeah. I did a TV show the other week, and one of the guests there talked about a closed seminar that he did, and he made a comment. He realized that the maybe wasn't the best choice of words. He apologized for it, but he hasn't stopped hearing about it for a while. Really? He recognized his errors. So we've got to be so sensitive in terms of what we say because of being available publicly the way it is. But I, the word discrimination is, is a much bantered term, but I think it, it really isn't being fair to people who could add a lot of value to coming to networking functions or engaging in, in social events because there's a lot of people who... You really don't know their age, you know. You, you you make an assumption because of the way they dress or basically how old they are. You'd be surprised. You really would be surprised with some people in their age, and, and they don't necessarily look their age. And then there's others that are very traditional that do. Yeah, yeah. I want to get more um, high school students and college students into the networking, you know, circuit. And I want them to understand the things we've been talking about today, Steve. But for instance, if somebody met you, you could be a wealth of information, not just to do with your particular business, but with the fact that you've rebranded, um, you know how to network, you know how to build relationships, you know how to sell in the nicest way. So if the younger generation in particular came to you, Steve, they feel so comfortable. And again, for the small business community network, it's an all ages group, we welcome everybody to be there. So I guess the thing I would you know, share with everybody today is think, if you are going to start a networking organisation or a networking group, think carefully about your target market because you could be limiting yourself for many, many reasons. Do you find this is a Canadian thing or do you think it's it's typical around the world? Because I network a lot where I haven't actually noticed it anywhere I've been networking in, say, Dubai, Ireland, England, personally. Well, I think it depends where you are in the world. There are different cultures and there's different expectations and there's different traditions. So I wouldn't pretend to say that Canada is different than other areas. I would argue that potentially it is. But if you go to Europe, you go to the United States, you're, you're temporarily going to find you know the same kind of generational um, aspects that we're talking about right now. But you know the other thing too is people when they're young, it's important that they understand there's a lot of people to talk to and I think if they are so narrow focused in terms of who they're marketing to or who they're connecting with they miss a bigger ability to grow their business so I, I think you got to be cognizant of, of cultural aspects and, and making sure you're not doing something inappropriate if you're in China and yeah, you have a yeah. certain thing that you really need to understand what's appropriate That's in that point. geographical space and, yeah, and, cultures. I, I remember when I first got it, you know, internet working quietly all, all those years ago I did kind of judge people, not because of their age, but because how they were acting at networking events. Like sometimes if people were techie, they'd always be, and this is all ages, they'd always be on the you know, laptop or the phone, doing something on the phone and not conversing. But I didn't think that was like a slight to me. It's just the way that they did you know, their business. And then I found out that it was because they were posting on Twitter or posting on Facebook and that was their way to share on the social networks. And then I've been at events where people are ignorant or rude, all ages again, and, you know, don't want to talk to you and don't want to be introduced to you and just want to, you know, um, stay with their friends and not bring you into the crowd. So it's not really an, an age thing. It's multi-generation, multi-generational thing where everybody has different manners or different ways to do things, not just, you know, when you're networking because of the age, but networking and how to network, if you forget what I'm trying to say. 
Well, I remember doing a conversational piece of presentation at one of your conferences a couple of years ago talking about the art of communication. One of the things I said was, how many people do we know where they sit with an electronic device in front of them and they're ignoring the people they're talking to? And it, I mean, we will talk, go to a point like at a meeting where we'll post something online, something just to share, share where we're at. But it, I, I see so many times, and it doesn't matter if you're, you're 25 or 45 or 65, people don't understand what it means to sometimes be polite. And they are rude. And I think excluding people from groups, well, that's not to, you know, it's not going to hurt us. It's going to hurt them because they're restricting the people they're engaging with. Definitely. Well, you and I, I think, have broken, you know, broken through those barriers. We've attended a lot of the organizations which we've read online, you know, on the website, you've got to be a certain age. And basically, we've managed to break down those barriers. And once we're there, people have welcomed us, haven't they? And they've, they've really liked to have our presence and how we can help them. So I think... Maybe we've got to do a bit more of that and other people should, you know, break down the barriers and say, well, you know, we'd love to come along because we may be able to help you. Well, I think if you're looking at a younger generation precluding an older generation, there's a lot of experience and a lot of things people have done that they're trying to do that they can share a lot of yeah. good information and they don't have to reinvent the wheel, you know, and sometimes they think they do. Well, there's amazing the amount of information that's out there for people if they just open up a little bit and engage with a lot of different people, not I've necessarily learned, in their age bracket. Yeah, I've learned a lot from uh, many millennials about, you know, I'm not very good on my phone when I'm doing, the, um, when I'm sharing tweets and things at conferences. I find I'm much better on my iPad. So I've learned a lot from millennials from that. And they've learned a lot from me about how to build those relationships, how to follow up. So again, that's why I, I prefer it to be, you know, multi-generational in the sense that all ages mix with each other. But, you know, if it's not to be, it's not to be. We'll have to see, see what the future holds. And I guess the one gem that I will leave with you is um, I've discovered that, you know, when people eventually meet me, they don't look at me as a certain age. They look at me, as you've already, you know, mentioned about both of us, as someone who's been in business a long time and can offer a lot of, you know, experience and tips and ideas. And I'm guessing you found that too. You know, the funny thing I was going to say is that it's amazing what I learned from people that are younger than me. You know, I don't pretend to think I've just got to deal with in my age demographic. I learned, particularly in social media or technology, from people who've been raised in a different generation have used tools that when we were children, we, we wouldn't even talk. I mean, we on a and play. Right, came in when the streetlights went off. Right, <laughs> so for us, learning how to use our, you know some of the technology that's available yeah, today, yeah. there's a lot of younger people that have a lot of good information and, and techniques to share with us. Yeah, well, you know, I think this has been a good debate, a good conversation. I think we're both thinking along the same lines, and um, I guess Steve will be coming back with another SBC and Small Business Perspectives next week. And until then, you find a good topic to talk about, and I'll find one too. Okay. Well, I'm going to be sharing a few on a TV show next week that might be perfect for this, too. So I'll, I'll tell you what they are yet. Awesome. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> you have a good night. All right. Take care.